from the Real Talk Christian Podcast, where we drink coffee and have real conversations on faith, culture, and society. This is Mark Hyde. And Chris Fuller. And on tonight's episode of Real Talk Christian, we are talking about unchristian celebrities. Do their materials still matter, or can the Christian community still use their stuff? Fuller, are you ready? Let's go. What's, what's up, Fuller? On, you Mark. beat me, boss. Hey, what's up? You totally beat me to yeah, it, bro. Right. Dude, I'm bummed. We messed up. I messed up the video last time. <sighs> last episode video is well, train wreck. It, it is a train wreck again. But you know, you know, else? if someone would like to sponsor the podcast, we could get better equipment for video. You know, we got some nice stuff for audio. We sound way better. We we sound superb. So I actually went back and accidentally started playing episode like 32 or something like that. Like I clicked. I don't know why. I just clicked it. It just happened. He's like, oh, and I'm like, man, we come a long way. These people have been with us since the beginning. Wow. Like those are the real MVPs. That's crazy, man. In fact, even the rewinders. I love love the rewinders, you know? Going back and starting episode one, Joe Frerichs called me the other day. Oh, Joe. And he was like, bro, I'm starting back at number one. Because he was up to date from like when he was on episode 40. So he's been up to date for the last like, what was that? 18, I don't know. 17, 18 episodes? Something Se- like 17 that. episodes. Something like that. So, and 17. then he's like, yeah, dude, I went back and I'm listening to episode one. That was awesome. And he's going to listen to all of them. And number the two through. is, would Jesus smoke pot? No, that was Disney. Disney was number two. Disney. I think Jesus smoke pot was three. three? I don't know. We came out hot. I don't know. My grandma finally liked it. She must have listened to it the other day. She was all like, like I'm like, wait, somebody's listening to the G- Jesus smoke pot? <laughs> it threw me off. Grandma? <laughs> grandma? Grandma got ran over by a reindeer because she. <laughs> Grandma got ran over at the dispensary. Because she was lit <laughs> in Niles, which is apparently right next to a taco shop, which I think is the best marketing it, ever. It is right next. Oh, it, it used to be El Amigo Pepe's, and it was the best Mexican restaurant. Okay, so you're but. from Niles, Michigan. I am. Do you? I am. Are, well, not, is there a lot anymore, of good eats up in Niles? Dude, there's so many. The Pizza Hut or whatever. There's so many golden gems up there. Like, it's unreal. I ha- oh, I forgot. So I had the, some pizza from up there's there. There's the Golden Nugget downtown. Phenomenal burgers. Okay. okay. On Wednesdays, they have, like I think it's $5 burgers and fries. Why aren't we going there, boss? And then they also have Pizza Transit, best pizza you'll get. Milano's Pizza, also another good pizza. And then uh, you have, uh, uh-huh. Yep. Janiel's going to kick my butt because I can't think of the, the Chinese place. And and Paul Lindgren's going to kick my butt. Uh, oh, man, I can't think of it now. There's a Chinese place downtown that's really, really I'm phenomenal. trying to remember. I had some Niles pizza the other day, and I don't remember. Like I remember what the box looked like, but I don't know what it was called. So I'm trying to see if I can find a picture of the box. Pizza Transit is, like, legit the best pizza I've ever had. Okay, so I don't think it's Pizza Transit because the box did not look like that. Okay. But all I'm saying is it has one of the best pizzas I've had, and it was from Niles. Was it white? It was, like, brown, but the logo was, like, orange and blue, I feel like. That might have been the Cottage Inn pizza. I don't know. I helped someone move the other week. And they had that pizza have, when I showed up, it and might have I'm been like, cottage pizza. okay, well, I, their their thing is like they're like is the colors you're talking about, like <laughs> yeah, like yeah. their He's, restaurant is orange and blue, right? Yes, that's it. The cottage in that was some good pizza, Man, bro. All you gotta do is describe the colors to me, and I'm blue like, oh, it's probably that this. was some 
damn it, it good, is some good pizza. pizza. Yeah, dude, you know why haven't why 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 are we not eating pizza on this so podcast? There's, do you like Chinese food? I love Chinese because there's food. China one up there that's pretty good too. But there's okay. a, this other Chinese place and I cannot remember the name of it. New but China is my jam in South Bend though. Yeah, it's ten times. Both the Chinese places in Niles are ten times better than the China mm. China place down here. Just ten times. We better. lost every listener. That's not from this Michiana yeah, area right now. Either that. way, but we're we're junkies. We're food junkies. But we didn't have pizza. <laughs> Look on at Sunday. this belly. You got to be a food so, junkie. We've had a lot of people send us coffee. We've had yeah. coffee from the UP. We've had coffee from Tennessee. We've had coffee from now Goshen. Goshen last episode. Indiana, we've yep. had coffee from the Fuller's house. From the Fuller's. Like we've had some coffee from some really uh, good places. Peru. We've had Peruvian coffee. We've had stuff from Thank down there. Thank you, Joe. Um, I think I I've had Dunkin' Donuts a couple times. We had just, Jamaican coffee. We've Thank had you, real Jamaican Joel from Jews and Dads. And today we're drinking bubbly. We got a bit of the bubbly, <laughs> and, and so it's not champagne. It's if, just if I bubbly. have the bubbly burps, I apologize. And we we're not getting sponsored by the bubbly, but it yet it does grow on you. We need we need sponsorships. At first it tasted like chewed bubble gum that was in carbonated water. I think it tastes like watered now. down tea. It tastes it's better, better as you drink it for some strange reason. But either way, it's cuz it kills your taste buds. We're not drinking coffee cuz we got to be responsible dads tomorrow and yeah. actually be there for our kids. But yeah, I can't sleep until like 10 o'clock. Either way, dude. Anyways, I, dude, honestly, okay, so we have no new reviews yet. You know, we re, we we we, we batch record episodes. <sighs> so sad. I even checked to make sure that we didn't have a yeah. random review left before Right. Um, that happened at, you know, between the hour that we've recorded. You know, we dropped one. the, you know, we dropped yeah. the really funny um, really. Instagram really stories funny. with uh, Lollipop and then Yummy Yummy. Lollipop, Lollipop, Lollipop. We're rocking the Instagram reels because those are hot right now. Because so you know, it got that yummy, yum. So our, while you're drinking coffee. Our last, our last review on iTunes was July 27th, bro. Katie? Katie Voigt. Voigt. Oh, she was the one who's like, I share this with my boyfriend, but I don't think he listens. Right, but I like sharing. And then you said, you said, yay, but I think it actually says, yeah. yeah. It says, yeah. I don't know. And you were like, so, yeah. Uh, You were like, so, but, yay. And it's like, I think it says, but, yeah. No, I but like yeah. you better. I like you better. My name is Katie. But either way, it's kind of sad that you can only leave reviews on on that. But check it this is. out. You can leave reviews also on Facebook. You can leave us a review on Facebook. Right. You could also shoot us a text. Just let us know how good we are. Or you could call us and leave us a voicemail. Or and we even us. We just tested it. We, we You can actually... We can patch our phones into our system. Wait, wait let's see if I can call ourselves. <laughs> wait, do what? <laughs> I'm going to see if I can call us right now. Um, just to see, to show people how it works. We're going to see. So one, five, seven, four, four, zero, zero. We're not doing live five, call-ins three, five, though, are two. we? I don't know. Are you, are you calling my phone right now? I'm, I'm going to call our line. Your name after the tone and Google voice will try to connect you. Hi, this is Chris Fuller from RTC calling RTC. This is what our listeners should be doing. Oh, oh, wait, what is this? It's calling. Do we have a voicemail? I, I thought so. Uh oh, maybe people have been trying to call. <laughs> Normally it's like three or four rings though. Okay, okay. We got some rings. Your your phone's not lighting uh, up. Well, because I don't have I don't I don't have notifications turned on for that. Was that supposed to? Yeah, you were supposed to. Oh. Well, you know. Well, it may not work if I'm calling myself. Oh. Total epic fail. Wait. Hey, thanks for giving us a call here at Real Talk Christian. Hey. Chris Fuller and Mark Hyde are unable to get to the phone at this time, but if you leave your oh, name, because we're calling, we oh. contact you along with the message. We will try to get back to you as shortly as possible. Thanks and have a great day. 
and yeah. then you leave a voicemail. And then you just go ahead and talk to us and leave us a voicemail. So we didn't obviously pick up because you we're know, here. We're, we're here right now. But it's we're Are we still leaving a voicemail right now. We're ha- leaving a voicemail right now. And so if I click so, in here. So people can call and say, hey, Mark and Fuller, this is. Blah, 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 blah. I have a question for you guys. And right. They can leave us a question. We could put them in. This is correct. Sir. I do have to say, whoever recorded oh, that voicemail has got a real sexy voice. Look, I and then you get a voicemail. Oh, and look at this. There's a voicemail. Oh, hang on. Uh, uh, maybe. Uh, uh. <laughs> it won't. Hang on a sec. Hold the phone. Yeah, and then he just. Go ahead and talk to us and leave us a voice. Hey, hey, it works. So that's how you get a hold of us. So people can legitimately. That was like, that was like three or, or five minutes of a waste of time. That really was. <laughs> but, but we proved that we have a voicemail. Have a people voicemail. can call us and contact us. They can also contact us through the website. Wait, wait. Real Talk Christian show Podcast. That, show that to our, our viewers. The website? The website. So, so this is the website, everybody. And it's, yeah, kind of. It's a little faded. Faded, but, but that's all right. But where there is a website, realtalkchristianpodcast.com. Yep, and you can text us. You can leave us a voicemail. You can hit the little chat button. And boop. guess what? You can listen to all of our episodes. The The hyperlinks are right, right there. Right there. But if you want to call us or text us, you can call us at 574-400-5352. You cheated because you looked at it. <laughs> Last like, episode, yes. we said we were going to see if I remembered it. I don't need to remember it when it's right in front of my face. But uh, uh, Mark, am I correct that they can also go and shop some swag from Yo, our website? Yo, we have the store set up dude the store is set up so you go to the website Boom. you click store store and then it takes you to our teespring stuff right there teespring you can actually get 10 percent off if 10% you off. if you give us your email right no it's actually give them your email not us right but you can get the rtc <gasps> face mask Ooh, long sleeve short people. sleeve um hoodies the, or the crew neck sweatshirts I'm, I'm gonna get me that wait one. wait and we got our fun saying shirts what does it say, Mark? Live life, laugh often, drink coffee. That's right, my friends. You can even get that in a cute little tote bag. You can get a tote bag for it, So too. you can get those in hoodies, long sleeves. Oh, there's even, dang it. There's even a girl cut. Because, you just told Janelle you know, that she could get a tote bag. You can get a tote bag. I'm in trouble. It's only 20 bucks. You got to pay for shipping, too. But yep. we we didn't want this to be a hindrance. These are pretty much the actual cost of the this materials. Is, this is exactly what it costs us. I think we make like a buck. Yeah. But we just rounded it up so it wasn't like... It was like change. We yeah. make change on it. Yep. So we don't make much, but it's a fun little way to let people know you're listening. You're part That's of the right. RTC community. So um, also, this is kind of fun. I was keeping up with Joe Frerichs. He took his shirt down. And he intentionally wore it to the Ark Encounter oh. over there. So he represented RTC down there. So Joe Frerichs, nice. Missionary Joe. Peru, support him. He's legit. And but, if you don't know how to support Joe Frerichs, or you want to go back and listen to his episode, you said it was episode 40, right? Or you just go right to the homepage and it's on the homepage. Or, exactly. His episode is on the homepage. So, so go to there and listen to uh, the story that he had to share. And uh, if you feel led um, to support him and his wife, Kimberly, uh, go ahead and do that. They are still raising money to get back down as missionaries to Peru. To Peru. They hit 50% the like month and a half ago. So, was it that long ago? Mm-hmm. I thought it was only a month ago, but uh, you might be right. Anyways, like either way, they still need support. So if you haven't heard their podcast, go listen to their podcast. I love it, man. So, well, hey, let's it, dive into yeah, it. Yes, hey, we're 12 minutes in. Whoa. We probably lost some people's, but it's okay. They like looking at our pretty face if they're on YouTube. So, so you know. So what are we talking about tonight, Mark? Dude, okay, so after spending about an hour trying to figure out a title for this conversation, yeah, we landed on something finally. It, and was, it, and it was mostly you, man. I, I just filled in the, like the last couple of words and you were like it was hard man but so we're going with unchristian unchristian is that even a word mark nope 
It's not a word. It's not we, a word. We just coined that phrase. You heard Tagged it here it. first. Hashtag unchristian. But so unchristian was a book that was written almost like 10 years ago. It was talking about the fact that so many people have walked away from the faith that our mm. America is now like becoming an unchristian nation because, right. you know, some people walking away. But over the last, I would say probably about the last, what, year? It, it's been about the about, last About year. a year and a half. Um, we have seen some big name pillars players. of the faith who have decided and they said, I'm no longer Christians. Um, some are, you know, Joshua Harris. Oh, Joshua Harris, the writer of I Kissed Dating Goodbye. Um, and and it, actually, he wrote that book when he was like, I think it got released when he was like 21 years it old. It was something. He was, he was young. young. I mean, I make the joke all the time that he was just a bro who couldn't get a girl, so he wrote dates because he couldn't get a girl, so he didn't want anybody else to either. Bro, but bro that's, that's harsh. not really it. That's, that's not harsh. really it. But, um, you know, so he also, I want to make sure I get the church right. He, has, he was a pastor at right. a mega, 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 mega church. But a lot of that came from his book. Yep. So he had the book. book. Um, but since then, so, so he, uh, yeah, that wasn't even his first one. His first one was boy meets girl, say hello to courtship. And oh, then yeah. Ike is dating goodbye. And then he wrote a bunch of other ones like stop dating the church, dug down deep, humble orthodoxy. Um, so he's written so many Christian works right. and he had a massive church covenant life church. He's actually looks like he's connected with sovereign grace ministries, which is, um, a massive ministry. We sing a lot of their music. We actually sing a lot of their music at Southside. Um, <gasps> anymore. but since then he wrote the Instagram post that he walked away from his faith. And on top of that, him and his Let's, wife have chosen to divorce. Can you, can you go ahead and do you still have it pulled up? What exactly what he said? The last thing that he said, probably not like be like on his massive Instagram post. Yeah, whatever you were just showing me, and you were like, "Man, that hits me in the feels." Oh, that was uh, Marty Sampson. Oh, that was Marty Sampson. Yeah, that was oh, Marty. I thought it was Joshua. Because yeah, so you, anyway, you got Joshua Harris. He he actually created and shaped the purity culture of the early thousands and mid thousands. Which that would be an interesting conversation. And I asked the Instagram peoples and the Facebook peoples to give us their opinions, and we got mixed reviews. So we will try to get that. So one we're gonna be working soon. on that one. Um, another guy, Marty Sampson, who was a, um, yeah, he, a, he worked for Hillsong, he Hillsong was, was he Church. Was he a singer, like a backup singer or something like that? No, he was one of the worship pastors. Was he? He was on staff, one of the main writers. In fact, Well, every, he played in Hillsong United, too. Oh, he played with them, but right. he was one of the main, he, he right. wasn't like the lead singer. Right, right, right. He was one of the singers. Um, and one of the main writers. So things like, Oh, Praise the Name was him. Um, even I think uh, Shout to the Lord. Oh, that was a that good was Marty Sampson. Yeah. So pretty much every massive Hillsong song we sing, What a Beautiful Name, oh, his yeah. name is attached right. to it. And then he came out with a post saying that he's no longer a Christian. Next day he wrote a follow-up. Well, then he goes, well, I'm not saying that I'm not a Christian. I'm just, I'm really struggling if I follow God. To walk back another week after that, and he wrote a post that said, To the church of Jesus Christ, I forgive you. Not sure for what. I forgive you and I love you. I got tears running down my face because it's so true. I adore you, Christians. I love you, all caps, so much. That's all. It was amazing being one of you, but I am not anymore. I love you all. I always will. I won't forget how much I love Christians, even if they don't love me. Mm. I will always love you. Sorry for any bad words I've ever said about any one of you. Forgive me. I love you all. That's mm. Marty Sampson out. Wow. Yeah, so you got you, you got a guy who's part of the, one of the biggest, I would say right now, whether you agree with it or not, one of the most influential churches in the world right, right, right. now with Hillsong, who walked away from it after being a Christian artist, songwriter for a couple decades, right? who just said, I'm out. I'm so, no longer a Christian. So both uh, Marty Sampson and Joshua Harris said did all this stuff back in the um, 2019, yep. early 2020s. Yep. And then... 
here a few months ago, John Steingard yep. from Hawk Nelson. This one hurt. Ooh. Yeah. So he's he's like, I'm pretty much done, and I've walked away <clears throat> as well. Mm-hmm. And, and we don't want to get too man. much into each individual person. Um, and I'm actually going to throw a curveball into this conversation. Oh, it's not really a curveball. It's more like a whoa. is Because John Steingart, I've actually, he's been on multiple podcasts. Interviews, mm-hmm. Any podcast he's been on, I've listened to because um, I followed them. He wrote, he wasn't the original lead singer of Hulk Nelson. He right, was right. originally the lead electric guitarist. And right. then he was the person that took Hulk Nelson from the fun punk rock pop band. The and band actually, that, that I used to listen to. Yes, yes. So like bring him out <laughs> right. and all that. He's actually the one that says, no, we need to get more to our Christian roots. He's right. the one who actually tightened it up. He wrote Diamonds, right? Uh, making Diamonds Out of Dust, all these other beautiful songs that youth groups would sing. And he said he's he's he doesn't know if this is the only truth, and he's right. not sure. Um, but what's interesting, maybe you've noticed this, is I've re- I've reshared some of his posts onto the RTC Instagram stories because it makes you think. Because he asked the, the big questions. The difference between I would say him and the other two is the other ones are like we're out. He's like, I'm not saying I'm out. I just don't know if this is the only one way. Yeah. But you know, we're not here. You said it. We're not here to talk about them. I'm not here to talk. Yeah, we don't want to talk about no. the individual person. We're wanting to talk about their stuff, their their resources. Um, but before we get into that, I want to read something from John Cooper, mm. one of the uh, members of Skillet. He's the, the member of the, Skillet. The, the, the face of Skillet. Yep. Um, he says, It is time for the church to rediscover the preeminence of the word and to value the teaching of the word. We need to value truth over feeling, truth over emotion. And what we are seeing now is the result of church raising up influencers who did not supremely value truth who have led a generation who also do not believe in the supremacy of truth. And now those disavowed leaders are proudly still leading and influencing boldly away from the truth. And that, that was like, whew. and so this was actually in response to um, the, mainly these three guys. Yeah. The, these three guys that have walked away in the past year, this was his or response. Or people like them and in general. People, right. People like them, but it was, he didn't, write this until after these guys came out and this is the reason why yep um man that's some harsh words right <laughs> it's true it's harsh words but uh you know too often uh i think that christians do react to something like this out of emotion rather than out of truth and if we really look at it and at these people in their lives from a truth aspect mm-hmm. maybe they weren't the best to follow you know maybe. i actually this just popped into my mind another really popular People that most Christians don't talk about is Rhett and Link. Oh, uh, yes. I don't know if you knew that. I, Rhett and Link, because right, they, they, they were with Crew. Well. They were with Campus Crusade. They did that for a while, and then they were actually, they did, uh, uh, what's his name? Oh, he's the guy, creator of VeggieTales, Bob something. Or, Wait, uh, not Bob something. Phil? Um, Phil. Phil uh, he did that? stuff his, with him? What's his last name? I can't think what his last Phil name is. Phil something. Uh but he did stuff with him. So they, he did a thing called uh, "What's in the Bible." A, a, right. It, yeah. It was like uh, so. Rhett and Link used to be on that in the early. Did ages. they really? They used to be like the singers, and they would uh, sing like funny little songs and do the funny little parody songs. And that stuff was on, Rhett and Link on Rhett and Link. Yeah. Really. Yep. Look it up, my bro. Phil Vischer. Look it, Phil Vischer. Thank Phil you. Vischer. Thank you, Google. I have I have his book at home. I cannot re- believe I forgot it. That's okay. Name, but. I have lots of books over there that I don't pay attention to. But <laughs> but yeah. So but yeah. So yeah. Rhett and Link even they have a huge podcast and they recently dropped these massive interviews of why they deconstructed. 
Right. It's, it's the, what the word everybody that, uses. Right. Is they 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 it's rebuild the hip, it down. It's the hip version of walked away. Which I will say, a lot of the reasons why they say they walked away from their faith is because they say, well, churches never ask these questions or whatever. And I'm like, well, that's. I mean, maybe your youth group didn't. Our sure does. But but, but regardless, we're not. But regardless, we're not talking about. But it's just the fact that we have these all these Christians out there that have walked away from the faith. So what should we do about it, bro? Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not wanting to deal with why they walked away from the faith or were they truly saved or not because those are definitely questions we could ask, right. um, you know. But we don't really know a man's heart, so they could have walked, quote unquote, walked away right now. Um, but they may still be in in God's right arms, just not like even John Steingart. I follow him so close. I I think he's wrestling hard, man. Yeah, and you that know? could be, but, and again, they could have never been his, and that's a whole predestination conversation. Right, that, right. Or Calvinist <sighs> Arminian, but, but the we question is... We need to have is, that conversation, too. But here's but, more the question is, is what do we do with their stuff? What do we do with the material? Like, do we sing their what do songs? We do do like, we throw it away? Do okay, we throw so away their books? I've, re- I've mentioned this before, but Ray Boltz was very an inf- a very big inf- mm. influential Christian musician in my life. And in 2008, he came out that he was gay after being married for 30 years, after four kids. Uh, he came out that, hey, uh, I've been living a lie. I'm gay. But he's still a Christian, but I'm gay. And, like, to me, like, he, he wrote, like, The Anchor Holds, um, uh, I Pledge Allegiance to the Lamb, like some of these very influential. He wrote that one? He wrote that one. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I Pledge Allegiance to the Lamb. That was um, huge back in the early thousands. Right. Yeah, he, all, all of them. All of his music was really big in the 90s and the early thousands. So uh, just huge and influential, and it devastated so many people. And so people always ask the question, even I've asked the question, well, do I still listen to his music? Does it, does it still hold truth? Does it not because of who wrote it? <clears throat> and so I want to dig into that a little bit. Hmm. And I'm not going to give my opinion yet. I just want to ask a couple <laughs> questions. What are the uh, questions, man? I'm curious. So... um how much should we trust, quote-unquote, Christian celebrities? That would be my first question. Okay. How much faith do we put into, into these people, these superstars? Um, you know, I think of, of people in the world and even some Christians that are like mega fanboys or fangirls of like celebrities in Hollywood. And we tend to do the similar things in the Christian community. 100%. And that's why when people um, like Marty Sampson or uh, Joshua Harris walk away it's like oh my goodness and they start like attacking it's an automatic attack from the christian community upon these how could you do this like it's not grace it's 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 none of that and uh i think it's because we make them an idol in our minds oh okay okay i think we put them up that changes the game a little bit we put them up on a pedestal and rather than using their resources to glorify god which is what they were originally intended for, I believe. Oh, yeah, 100%. From their hearts, I believe the things that they wrote or did were for the glory of God. And we, as a consumer, have taken them to an unhealthy level. Okay. So so you're, so you're the, the, the question isn't so much what should we do with the resources, but the, the question is, in your mind, even where, a bigger question. Where's our heart? Where's our heart in the matter? Because, right. like, you know, yeah, when you look at these Christians— I, you know, even taking an extra step back, I feel like the Christian community is always looking for a idol of like, oh, yo, Kanye follows Jesus, and right. then this person follows Jesus, right. and oh, Tim Tebow's a Christian, and right. like that's all we care about yep. is what big names are Christians right. to make us feel good. Like, oh, yay, like we're influencing stuff, which, right. I mean, we should be. I'm not and saying then, we shouldn't be. And then when, when... We should be excited when people like Kanye's like wants to follow when Jesus. When they quote-unquote step away from and step out of grace. Right. Fall from grace. 
Which can you ever fall uh, from grace though? Yeah, that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah, right. But that's right, that, right, that's right. the that's the term that's coined often. That's as true. Fall, as fall from grace. Um, when that happens to a celebrity, how quickly the Christian community is to try to like whitewash while attack them first and then whitewash them like they never existed in the Christian community. Right. It's so quick. I, I never hear about race. So in the in the nineties and early two thousands, like you couldn't go to a church without hearing Ray Bolts's name. No. And now you don't hear him at all. And I actually watched a couple interviews this last week with him and it broke my heart hearing about the stories of how Christians treated him when he came out gay. Because we still are called to love. But we've let ourselves become so emotionally attached and made an idol of these people to ourselves that when they break the definition of our mind of what they, we think they're supposed to be, it totally destroys us. Right. Which is the definition of an idol. <laughs> you've placed them above God. You say it's for God, but you've placed them above God. Right. So, yeah, I mean, if, if you're watching, you can see I'm always typing and looking yeah, and he's throwing things up. He's because, the Google master. Well, that's what I was trying to, like, I was thinking about when you said that of how did the Christian community respond to Ray Bolts? And, right. like, with John Steingard, for example, I mean, I just noticed because I've, I've been following him ever since the whole deconversion story. Right. And um, he went on an episode of Unbelievable over in, uh, I'll, I'll link in the show notes, but but over in England, it's called Unbelievable with uh, Justin Briley. I've mentioned it a couple times on the podcast here. Mm-hmm. Um well, him and Sean McDowell, which is a Christian apologist, they sat down, had a conversation. They took that conversation after that hour and a half long conversation, had another one on Sean McDowell's podcast sponsored right. by um, whatever school that Sean McDowell is a part of. But apparently they go for runs together. Well, they're both part of that purity uh, community. Sorry. Right, right. Well, I'm saying they're still friends right now. Like they still Whoa. go for runs. They still have why, chats. They still have all these be? different things. Exactly. So... But the Christian community is so quick to, oh, well, you were one of us. Now you're not. So here's right. the boot. Here's the door. Right. Don't want to hit you on the way. And out. again, why? What? Why? And the only the only conclusion, the logical conclusion I can come up with is that they've made an idol out of this person. And when that person is no longer the Christian model of excellency, they boot him to the curb because, well, this idol's not the same idol I thought it was. And so I got to get rid of it. Now, I do think it's worth having the conversation, though, for someone like, you know, Joshua Harris. Now, I, I won't be giving people the book, I Kiss Dating Goodbye, because I think there's better resources out there like Andy Stanley's. But Well, that's, um, a, that's, a, that's a different part. But what do we do a, with... That's a topic that we can debate, but... Right. But, like, <laughs> but, he, but Joshua Harris wrote other really good books, like Stop Dating the Church was a right. phenomenal book. Right. It's the fact of, no, don't, like, stop dating the church. But, well, like, and again, look, at, into the look at Hillsong United and the music that came from them with Marty Sampson in there. Right, so... Look at the music that came from Hawk Nelson. Right. There are some very good... Look at Ray Bolts. I mean, I know a lot of our listeners may not know who Ray Bolts was, or is, because he's not dead, he is. But he's even today still worshiping and writing songs about God even though he's living in sin. <laughs> he's right. still, the guy loves God. He's just, he's lost. Right, but the question is, is can you love God and still live in that sin and be a Christian? That's, that's part of the conversation. So how should Christians we, respond and to we, that? And we've talked about that. Because there's one thing to have room for doubt. There's another right. thing to have room for active For, for saying, active uh, well, and it sin, depends you know? on, it really depends on if you're searching for truth or not. Right. Versus say you landed at truth. Right. And so, you know, again, it's that identity. Right. I can identify as a liar, a murderer, um, an adulterer, a gay person. I can identify. And when I self-identify with a sin, my, my, my theology, my philosophies, my logic gets a little 
screwed up. Right. When you identify as a, as a sin rather than identify with the Savior. Right. And there, and there's two different issues going on. How do we deal with the pers- the Christian celebrity who's fallen? Um, and, we, and, and you mentioned this before we recorded. We want to talk about what do we do with their resources and stuff as far as church Christian right. resources. Right. So I guess here's my question then. For someone like Marty Sampson, I know worship pastors say we're not singing any more Hillsong songs because Marty Sampson's name's on it. Or there's other ones where it's like all truth is God's truth, so let's just go with it. Do you think us as Christians should look at that and go, you know what? You are not a Christian, so therefore this did not honor God, so therefore we should not do this anymore or should not participate in this. Or should we still... Welcome it and use it as if nothing happened. Let me let me throw it out this way. Okay. By a show of hands, well, let me switch the camera. Let's say by I'm a like, sh- wait. By, by a show There's two of, of us. By a show of hands, and those of you who may be watching or listening, by a show of hands, who values John Piper? Raise their hand. Oh, me and Mark, of course. I, I think I heard Soche's hand raised. Yeah, too. I see. I hear a lot of hand raisings. So John Piper uses the resource Josephus, the Jewish historian. Okay. Did you know Josephus was not saved? No. He was just Did you know Jewish Josephus historian? was a practitioner of Ju- Judaism, right? Judaism, however right. you want to pronounce it, followed the one true God. And yet we still use his resources in in Christian community, right? Right. So he walked away, he joined the Romans, whatever. However you want to go about it. I don't think he walked away though. I think he just He walked away from Judaism. Can't practice Judaism and serve Rome at the same time. He didn't. Okay, let me rephrase that. He didn't serve Judaism at the time he was with the Romans. Right. Okay. So, um, now he wrote down the Jewish history, obviously, right, which was great for us. But we still use his resources, right? Because it's truth, right? Yeah. Okay. But but it's that's a lot of the stuff he wrote though. Josephus didn't write theology, and he didn't write songs that the church used in no, the worship no. gatherings. That's, no, but we use it as the church today for a lot of our teachings. Right? John Piper, if you listen to John Piper, he uses Josephus all the time, refers back to Josephus a lot in his books. When it comes and to history. Right, because you have to. It's a resource, right? It's, it's truth, right? Right. So but there I, is but a, I think that's different if John MacArthur himself walked away. Like if okay. MacArthur, I'm sorry, MacArthur uh, walked away or Piper we're, we're, walked away. We're setting a baseline. Right, okay. Don't jump ahead of me. Sorry. We're, we're setting a baseline. I, I see them as different baselines, though. That's my thing. I don't. I see them as you're, you're setting the truth baseline. So okay. We're, we're okay with using worldly truth right okay i think that, that that's different yeah worldly truth yeah we're, even, we're, even the apostle we're paul okay with using worldly truth right okay so that's the first baseline we're yep. setting and paul and acts even used he said your own philosophers even say this right so so there myself. is a baseline we, right we christians are okay with using worldly truth right so then let's move into christians that have walked away okay was the truth that they spoke truth when they were following the faith I mean, if if, I mean, if, if yeah. worldly people can speak truth, right? Right. Have truth. If a donkey can say to a prophet <laughs> on the road, "Hey, there's dummy, there's an angel up ahead that's going to kill us." Right. Yep. Stop in your tracks, and it's a donkey. How can we say God cannot use anybody to speak truth to us? Mm-hmm. So the question, rather than saying should we or should we get not get rid of their stuff. It, we're asking the wrong question because they've fallen. Because, again, we're putting their stuff and the truth or non-truth that they gave in the hands of them rather than in the hands of the one who gave it to them. Okay. So we need to look at the theology behind 
what they actually the material they have out. So I think of, I think again of of Ray Bolts, okay? Because this again, he was the most influential person for you, yeah, for right. Me. And that's why I bring up John Steingart right. a lot. And yeah. and if you talk to to Janelle, my wife, she would probably bring up Joshua Harris because she yeah, read big a lot in of his that book. culture, right. right? Yeah. And so uh, we all have the the person who has has done something or walked away or it is stings, living in sin. Right. Stings. It does. But uh, I'm trying to think of how I want to put this. Um, looking at the theology of Ray Bolton and his music for me, okay? So I pledge allegiance to the Lamb. Mm-hmm. With all my strength, with all my heart, I will never cease to love and trust him. I pledge allegiance to the Lamb. What is theologically unsound about that statement? Nothing. Okay. Now let's get into um, I'm trying to think of somebody else. Let's get into Joshua Harris. Okay. Okay. Kissing, dating, goodbye. What part of that book was biblically unsound? I don't see any, but I, mean, I, I would never really studied it all that much. Right. You have to read it to know what it is. The, the thing that made it that, that people don't like the purity culture, just to touch on it, is it created a shame culture. Th- that's the way people bit, took you know? it, but. But at the same time, Joshua Harris was basically saying of God made you to use sex and other physical things inside the context of marriage. Right. So basically the idea was like, how can we make sure that this happens? But I mean, some of the people will make an idol out of but why was it, that. But, but why did it create a culture of shame? was because people would be like, oh, I'm like, I, this is not from me. This is right, from other right. people. Um, like one guy who wrote back to us talked about... Um, this is just someone, I don't know, but um, he, he, he talks about he's a different. Yeah, just, just what do you think? I'm saying it's not someone locals that we know, just making sure. But um, he was talking about like he had a porn issue yeah. in high school. Right. And he felt so scared to tell his youth leaders because it would be, he would get like the scarlet letter of, oh, you look at porn, you're ruining this, you're doing this and all this. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, you're the porn looker. So there's two things that I would say to that. Okay. One, the person who wrote that, was feeling shame because they were doing something knowingly that that was wrong. Right. And they were embarrassed. And just like Adam and Eve there, in the there garden. There is shame. Sh- and, sin and, causes shame. In the garden, get away from it. In the Garden of Eden, when they sinned, the first sin that ever happened in the earth, what did they do? They went and hid. They ran and hid because of shame. Okay? So shame is not necessarily a bad yeah, thing. It's a natural like human reaction. I agree. Um, God, did God say he was, was God shaming them at no. all? No, they felt it on their own accord. Exactly. So it wasn't anything that God did to cause the shame. Shame is is how we feel after we've done a sin. Mm-hmm. And it's good. If you don't feel shame now, I start to question whether, whether you're really saved or not. Right, because of the conviction that comes right. from it. Well, because of the Holy Spirit. Right. If the Holy Spirit, the yeah, if the Holy Spirit. Spirit isn't working on you and isn't convicting you exactly what you said, then maybe the Holy Spirit isn't living within you. If you can, right. if you can commit a sin and not feel bad about it, there's an issue. I think it's more the church community coming around being like, oh, so, you have the scarlet letter versus like, you know what, buddy? We all okay. fall sin. We all have that, grace. Let's pick it up and go. That's why I you said know? there's two issues. So first issue you have is with this the guy. The personal said, shame. The personal shame. The second issue you have is the the mentality of um, the opposite of Galatians 6.1. Galatians 6.1 says... When a brother has fallen into sin, mm, okay. you're supposed to go to him and deal with them in gentleness and love so that, verse 2 and 3, so that you do not fall into that same temptation yourself. Right. 
And we like to forget that. We like to be the judgy Christians. Mm -hmm. The Bible thumpers is what I like to call us. The ones that, (laughs) hey, I'm going to thump you with the Bible. But then turn around and do whatever I want to do. I call it the pharisaical spirit Okay, is what I call it. It's the spirit of the Pharisees. The Pharisees knew the, the Torah, knew the Tanakh inside and out. And yet they still missed the Savior. They still missed all of his teachings, even though everything that Jesus taught was all from the Tanakh. Mm-hmm. It was all the same God. It was all the same things from the Old Testament, exactly what Jesus is teaching, just in a different enlightened way. But yet they still missed it. That's why Jesus said he is without sin cast first stone. You know, and, and we can argue whether that's canonical or not, but it's in most of everybody's Modern version of the Bible. Right, so yeah. so we're, I'm going to use it. <laughs> Go for it. Um, so the Jews brought her out and it was like, oh, you know, we're going to stone her. What, what does Moses say? What do you say? Great teacher, you know, kind of a mocking and testing. And he's like, all right, who's who's throwing first? Who doesn't have sin? And they're like, oh, crap. And they all, and they all walk away from the <laughs> oldest to the youngest. Yeah, exactly. And, they're, and they're, yeah, because the older guys are like, man, I've got a lot of sin. And the younger guys are like, oh, yeah, I guess I got some sin too. <laughs> well, and, and then they follow, but I think they also follow the well, practice of, of the younger course, ones. Of whatever. course. Yeah. So, um, so there's, there's two different attributes there. You got personal shame. And you've gotten the lack of grace and love so that you don't fall into the same temptation yourself. There's two different aspects. And I could come from a personal aspect to have no shame and receive the pharmaceutical spirit. Or there could be nothing but love and grace, but the personal shame is too much. Right. And if you don't have, if you have either one of those, the equation doesn't work. Mm -hmm. It's a negative plus uh, a positive or a negative times a positive equals a negative. Right. But a negative times a negative equals a positive. I think that's how it makes it goes. double negative. <laughs> double negative for us, yeah. So it's not a positive. But a positive times a positive is positive. No, so, so I hear what you're yeah. saying. But so yeah, there's good stuff in in Joshua Harris's work in right. terms of the fact of yeah, there is biblical truth in there. Right. So the 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 true thing is is because if I look at any teacher, any teacher, any musician, and say is everything that they do biblically sound? Well, my f- next question would be, is there one person that has all truth and is infallible? Nope. And my response would be exactly that. No. No, there's not. We all miss it somewhere. Even I miss it. Shockingly <laughs> now. <laughs> you know, in case y'all didn't know. In case y'all didn't know. I'm right 99.99% of the time, but, you know. Good that, enough. I got my fundy voice on here. Good enough. You know. <laughs> Good enough. That is not true. No. Nope. I'm not saying that. I say to test everything that we say. According to scripture. Yep. That's what you should do. Um, so if no man has all truth, that means that everybody has to have some untruth, right? Logically, so, yes. So there's a saying that I grew up hearing, and I don't know if you know it or not, but it's a saying that says, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. I use that all the time. So what does that mean? That what, means don't throw away the good with the with the yuck and the gross. Th- that means if you have, a, yeah, if you've got a good, solid core foundation of truth, don't throw that good foundation of truth out because there's some mucky water, some right. some some maybe untruth. Because no man has all truth. Mm-hmm. We're all learning still. We're all fallible. Right. So, again, I would look at at some of this older material. And say, is there biblical truth that I can learn from it? Because obviously, I, we've talked about we can learn from unbelievers, Josephus, histor- different historians through Plato. I mean, there's all sorts of historians we can Adele. learn things from. May may not believe everything they say, but we can learn. Well, from we them. can learn from them. Yeah, right. Galileo is another one. Um, 
Okay, so we know that God can use a donkey to speak truth, so he can use anybody. Mm-hmm. I love the King James joke that comes out of that one, but yeah, well, I let's can't not say going that out. one on the podcast. Jeez. <laughs> I'm just going to camera off of you for a second. <laughs> I uh, lost my time. And then <laughs> um, and then the, the third thing is that we can learn that anybody that is a Christian should have truth but not everybody has all truth. Nobody has all truth. So what I'm hearing you say is the fact of we can't throw away the good of what these men and women have produced. Because God could have inspired what happened. Right. So let me ask you this then, because I'm thinking it more of a, now now from a church polity side. Oh, here we go. I love it. You know, you got thousands of songs out there. Right. Can we choose better songs? I mean, we don't have to sing their stuff. Like, you know, no, no we don't. Um, there's other books, there's other yep. resources. Sure. So sure. at the same time, now I think so it might be different in terms of okay, in personal, like I'm not throwing away all my heart. No, I mean, let's be honest, I have Spotify. I don't buy CDs anymore. So <laughs> Paul would say Paul Lindgren, <laughs> he said to me the other day, he's like, CDs, who buys CDs? <laughs> it's like buying an eight track. <laughs> <laughs> It's true, you got Spotify or Apple Music now. Yeah. Um, you know, so I'm not going to disregard everything that Joshua Harris has done in his books. I'm not going to disregard everything Marty Sampson has done in his, his songwriting mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and, and abilities. And I'm not going to throw away everything that um, John Steingart did with, with Hawk Nelson. And I'm not going to throw away all these other things that are good. Right. I mean, I still follow John Steingart. I, I want to keep up with his journey. Obviously, you're still posting to the web, uh, to the real talk Christian stuff. So what I think, what I like about him and, and I don't approve. That's no, okay. But, um, <laughs> he's like, I don't care. <laughs> that's but, really what he's saying. You know, my opinion, but Sean McDowell even wrote on his blog about it. It's like, you know, what are three lessons from the church? And the first one is what we need to make room for doubt in the church. Right. Like we need to have room to have that. Cause it used to be Christianity is if you have any sign of this, is what I grew up, if you have any sign of doubt or anything like you must not be a Christian. Yeah. I think it's, I think be... it's okay to wrestle with doubt of like, I don't know. Like I'm struggling with this. That's, that's good. That's a good question. Let's let's work on this together. Let's let's seek for truth. I think, I think that, that's I safe. think that's a future podcast. I think I okay. think it's dangerous just to leave it there. Okay. But we don't have time to deal with that today. I I think people we should invite people to doubt. Like, you know, like, you know, I don't. So, good podcast episode. I don't um, and, and my reference is The Doubting Thomas of Didymus. Mm, good just, podcast conversation. Just throwing it that. out there. Um, second, he says, help people develop a faith rooted in truth. Not feeling, rooted right. in truth. Truth, right. And then the last one is just simply um, apologetic training should start early. That's just what he says about about that. Yeah. But like with John Steingart, he asks very good questions that I think a lot of people ask. Josh McDowell should just stick Josh, with... Sean McDowell? Yeah, Sean McDowell should just stick with the uh, the purity talks. But that's just my opinion. He doesn't. Oh, he doesn't do that. Well, I guess he did. He, for a he long used, time. To. He used to. I, I went to. I West. love Sean McDowell stuff, man. Yeah, I, I follow I him pretty good. You like NT right too, so that's true. We'll just leave but, you um, in your, your, your errors. <laughs> but so, but at the end of the day, I'm just thinking through this and the fact of okay. So as Christians, should we put forth their resources to other believers, or should we just be like, you know what, we're still going to show grace. We're not going to just say, you know, damn you and damn all your resources, like. But we're gonna, you know, like, like what a lot of Christians do to these people, not throw away the bath. I guess I'm just trying to think of practically how does this work out, you know? Practically, I would say if you're gonna share a resource, vet the resource. Okay. I'm not gonna share a resource until I've properly vetted it. That's me. Okay. I'm not gonna say, hey, read this 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 article or listen to this podcast if I have not first listened to it and made sure for myself that it is truth and sound. Okay. Because one, I'm a person that I don't want my name 
attached with biblical untruth. Right. <laughs> That's just me. And so I'm either going to believe it or I'm not going to share it. Right. It's just me. Um, so I think it's not a bad thing to still share some of this stuff. Um, I still listen to Ray Bolts. I still do. His music speaks truth to me. Um, it's something I can sing from my heart and praise to God. And that's the way I'm going to use it. I believe it was inspired by God and God gave him this music. And, and honestly, I, I pray for Ray Bolts. I really do. He has my heart. Hmm. He has my heart because I looked up to him growing up. And now that I realize all this stuff, same I, way with me and John Steingart. Yeah. I, I, I want to see him come to come to truth for God to really show him truth in this. Hmm. Um, and come back. There's a lot, of, a lot of humility in that. Right. I like that, bro. So, yeah, that's where I'm at. Where are you at, bro? I've always been an all truth is God's truth type person. I always have been. Yeah. Um, because I think God gives general revelation to all humans because we're all made in his image. And, you know, we all just see the glory of God in creation. Like, right. You know, I mean, even Bob Ross and his happy little trees. like he's, Happy trees and, and like Mr. Rogers. He's they're, they're, they're enjoying God's wonderful gift to humans. Right in that. So for me, it's one of those things where it's like, I, I still follow John Steingard. I still, I love the guy, you know, he has my heart. Like he's one who has my heart. Right. Um, I'm one where I'm like, you know what? Like, Oh, praise the name, beautiful name. Uh, what a beautiful name. Some of these other songs, I'm like, I'm not going to throw those songs out just because Marty Sanders right. name is stamped on them because that's almost reverse. Like you said, reverse idolship of, Oh, He's on such a big pedestal. Sorry, all this stuff's gone. It's like saying, oh, he's God. He's God. He's got oh, he's done right. something wrong. Oh, now he's Satan. He's Satan. He's Satan. It's like, no. Joshua Harris stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm one who I'm not the most familiar with his stuff. So, I, I mean, I know. I know. So, I'm not I know enough, fun. but I wasn't one right. of the youth group fanboys, fangirls that I, was reading all the stuff. I wasn't wrote, either. You know? So. I wasn't either, but I still want to protect the hearts of the people that were. Right. 100%, man. 100%. And. You know, even with Ray Bolts, it's one of those things where I feel like that one's a little harder of a conversation. Yeah. Because, you know, all these other guys say, I'm not a Christian. Yeah, he's saying, I am a Christian. But I'm choosing this. So right. I think... He's a whole different conversation. You know, I think we need to walk into all these conversations, which most Christians don't do with humility. We right. need to walk in where it's, it should be sobering to think that, that by, by the grace of God, that could be me. Right. Well, we need to walk in with Galatians 6 six attitude and if a brother is in error and we believe they're a brother we don't know a man's heart we don't know if they are a brother or not and again mm -hmm. that gets into the calvinism versus armenianism but either way i mean I, I, that's what i see like sean mcdowell but he's he's we don't we with him. we don't know mm -hmm. we honestly do not know who is a christian and who's not because we do not know the hearts right regardless of what you believe we don't know the hearts of man god says that that's in his word um but if they had called themselves a christian I would still pursue or at least pray for them mm -hmm. if they if they called themselves a Christian. If they have not, then that's a whole different set of whole rules. Whole different but, ball game. Um, but these guys, the three, have called themselves Christian, and Ray Bolt still calls himself a Christian, present tense. And so we should have that Galatians 6 attitude, mm -hmm. gentleness, love, praying fervently that that lost sheep is returned to the flock. That's the way I feel about it. I like it, man. So, I like it. Any other closing thoughts from you? I got just a quick thing, 10, ten things that I want to read from Billy Graham. 10 things. And then just because I like Billy Graham. And, he, hey, I don't agree with everything Billy Graham says either. Right, but maybe no, Billy Graham. Maybe, dude, maybe I'm in the wrong. <laughs> you want to watch a good documentary about I've, a man who loved Jesus? I've watched it. 
I've watched all of the, I try to watch all I of it. I watched it at 2 a.m. one day because I couldn't sleep. I have all, <laughs> like, all the books, the biographies about him, yeah. like some yeah. of the sermons. I love Billy Graham. And I don't even agree with everything he says, but mm-hmm. I love him. Um, so 10 things that Billy Graham says. Uh, he says, uh, don't, look, uh, don't look to a man to establish your walk with Christ. Billy Graham gives 10 ways to strengthen your own faith. Number one, read your Bible daily. Do not be content to skim through a chapter merely to satisfy your conscience. Hide the word of God in your heart. It comforts, guides, corrects, encourages. All we need is there. Number two, learn the secret of prayer. Prayer is communicating. Each prayer that you will pray will be answered. Sometimes the answer may be yes and sometimes no. And sometimes it is wait, but nevertheless it will be answered, which is very true. Number three, rely constantly on the Holy Spirit. We know that the Holy Spirit prays for us, Romans 8, and what a comfort that should be in the weak, in the weakest of us, the weakest of us being those that are struggling with their faith. Mm-hmm. Uh, stand aside and let him take over all the choices and decisions in your life. Number four, attend church regularly. The visible church in Christ's organization upon earth. Uh, Christians need one another. We need to gather together to worship God. And nothing can take the place of church attendance. Five, be a witnessing Christian. We witness in two ways, by life and by word. And the two, where possible, should go hand in hand. Number six, let love be the ruling principle of your life. Jesus said to those who follow him, By this shall all men know that you are my disciples, if you have love to one another. John thirteen thirty five. The greatest demonstration of the fact that we are Christians is, uh, is that we love one another. Number seven, be an obedient Christian. Let Christ have first place in all the choices of your life. Number eight, learn how to meet temptation. Temptation is not sin. It is yielding that is sin. Let Christ, through the Holy Spirit, do the fighting for you. Number nine, be a wholesome Christian. Our lives and appearance should commend the gospel and make it attractive to others. Number 10, Live above your circumstances. Don't let your circumstances get you down. Learn to live graciously within them, realizing the Lord himself is with you. And that was 10 ways to strengthen your own faith. Yeah, I can't I can't say it any more than that. Yeah, because if we don't strengthen our own faith, we're likely to fall into the same things that these guys are falling into. So, And, and humility, I think, is the key word we're hearing. It and is. So what should a Christian do with these resources? Use them just like... Use your use your discretion, use your wisdom, use prayer, but don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Right. Is that kind of where yeah, we're at? Yeah, I think that's a good way to sum it up, man. Yeah. If if you guys out there in podcast land either agree, disagree, have different conversations, you can tell we're kind of sombered up after this conversation. I'm like, yeah. man, that's that was it's a rough whew. one. It's, it's hard <laughs> to think like, you know, albeit that could be us, you know? Right. It it really could. So um, but if you have any more thoughts about this, let us know. We would love, love, love to hear from you. Definitely. Oh, oh I messed trying up. Trying to be all slick. Time for Fun Facts with February. <laughs> I had the other pad with all the jokes lined up. Like I know. Shot, and I screwed it up. Man, that would have been such a beautiful transition. I ruined it. But either way, let's try again. I, I want to hear the laugh again. Fun Facts with February. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
<laughs> I love it. My dude, you got to be oh, a fun man. fact for tonight. I do have a fun fact for tonight. Oh, I, this is two for two that I don't know this one either. You don't. So I don't. Mark Hyde okay. and listeners. I'm ready. I'm ready. Or viewers. Uh, did you know that nearly 3% of the ice in the Antarctic glaciers is penguin urine? Huh? 3% of the ice in the Antarctic glaciers is penguin urine. Because the temperature in the Antarctic is well below zero, the urine cannot evaporate and just becomes part of the glacier. That's so gross. So for all you explorers out there, okay, so don't I'm, eat the snow. But what I <laughs> don't eat the glacier. Don't don't, the, don't use the glacier for ice. Think of it this way, okay? We drink water from, from glacier, glacier springs. Glacier springs. <laughs> and be like, I just I want that it. glacier water. You're drinking penguin urine water, penguin. Karen. What do you think about Karen? that? Jeez. How gross is that to think about? Like, every time I miss you, this is from Ice Mountain. Nope. <laughs> nope. This oh, yeah, is that's a mountain. That's a mountain. So that's okay. From, from Glacier. From Glacier. That's so gross, though, dude. That's penguin urine. Well. You're drinking penguin on that, urine. That's a fun fact. That's a fun fact. That one might be. That That doesn't quite top Bicycle Face. <laughs> But that that's I think that's gonna go up there. That at my is top. your favorite one. Bicycle that one, days. that one, and the lobsters peeing on each other to communicate. Those are my two. I still like the poo poo talk by the three year old mayor. That Minnesota. was solid. Minnesota. Man, fun facts with Fuller's become a fun tradition, my it dude. It has, it has. I love it, man. Well, hey, so if you're still tuning in, we love to hear from you. Reach out to us: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Website. The website, realtalkerspodcast.com. There you can email us. Make sure you hit the store, get the merch. It supports the show, but it also Let's people know you're part of the RTC family. We love you guys. Fuller, any other parting words of wisdom for our wonderful family members? I have none, my good sir. Well, I guess on that case then. Take it easy. <laughs>